Welcome to the Blue Man Fans Podcast. It's like a wrench for your ear socket. Welcome to the Blue Man Group Fans Podcast, Episode 2 for October 23rd, 2012. centers on the blue man character but this character is always trying to create an experience for the people around him and that experience is one that includes four things life force exploration playfulness and connection now by life force we mean the energy that comes from the drums the vibrant colors that explode off of them at times the luminescence that emanates from the technology that's on stage, the sense that things are coming to life, that the world is enchanted, that the impossible can happen. And it's also a sense of transformation, a surprising change that can take place in the space that the Blue Man's in, a sense that things have come to life. But most of all to us, life force is a feeling. It's a feeling of excitement and the passion of just being alive. By exploration, we mean a sense of wonder, a sense of curiosity, a sense of wanting to learn about the world and the things in it, and to try things out with fresh eyes. And this often leads to the third thing, which is playfulness. Certain things go wrong in the process, and it leads to a comedy, a sort of lightness, some vaudevillian humor that pervades a lot of our work. And of course, connection is a through line in our work. The Blue Men themselves work to connect during the shows and connect with individual audience members. And over the course of the experience, they connect with more and more until they've created a joyous celebration of connection that envelops the entire room. And when the experience is over, that feeling spills out the door and reaches out to the rest of the world.
And welcome to episode two of the Blue Man Group Fans Podcast. My name is Joe Burke, and joining me here are the other two co-founders, Marco and Hans. What's up, guys? Doing great. Doing great. Doing awesome. All right. You guys just come off a really, really big event over in Berlin this past weekend, October the 20th and the 21st. Uh, and it was probably one of the biggest uh, fan meet events in Berlin to date. Uh, what happened over there? What's what, what? What's some of the fun stuff you guys got yourselves into? Well, uh, do you have a, an hour or two or well, three? Well, yeah. Can't give us <laughs> give us a nice condensed version because I know that the fans, people who've never been to a fan meet, let's 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 try to keep it on that level. Someone who's never mm-hmm. been to a fan meet or somebody that wants to come to one. What what are, what are the some of the cool things that you guys got 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 to do and some of the, the exclusive things? Well, yeah, we started off with uh, a really special thing because uh, Stage Entertainment uh, offered to pay for a Blue Man Group tattoo, tattooed by the B-52 tattoo wait, shop. Wait, 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 hold up. Blue Man Group offered to pay for a tattoo? Yep, that's it. Get out. Yep. <laughs> it was actually, uh, it was um, an idea from last year, but... Yeah, due to some circumstances, it wasn't possible last year, so we picked it up this year in a little different format, but um, it ended up uh, having a raffle, and one of the lucky winners in this case was Benedict Roos. Uh, he won the raffle, and so he got a free tattoo from the B-52 Tattoo Shop. Now, is there a picture of this tattoo floating around somewhere that we there can is. see? There is. There the, is on the Bloomer Group fans' uh, Facebook page. It's a direct okay. link from the... From the original picture from Casper from so B52. So Facebook.com slash Blue Man Group fans for everybody that's curious. Okay. Yeah, it's also on the B52 uh, Facebook page also uh, yeah. today. Okay. All right. Awesome. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's like uh, the Blue Man Group logo and the center Blue Man above the PVC is really awesome. We made it so cool with some shadows on the shirt and paddles and a blue head. And it's amazing. Yeah, it looked great. Wow. That looks awesome, man. I I can't wait to. Uh, I'd like to see. Is it? Is there an actual finished uh, photo of it on his arm or whatever? Yeah, that is the the finished photo. Okay. Okay. Cool. Wow. Too cool. In our um, in our gallery, there will be uh, some some before uh, pictures okay. of with a naked arm. Okay. And we had one other guest, Crystal. He uh, she had a blue hand tattooed on her leg. Really? really? Yep. For a reduced price from B52. So yeah. That was one of the offers they had uh, for people who entered the raffle but didn't win. They could mm-hmm. uh, get a tattoo for uh, a reduced price. Mm-hmm. And that looked awesome as well. There's photos of, uh, of that as well on our Facebook page. Wow, that is that is phenomenal. I've never heard Blue Man Group. Uh, you know, I guess, I guess it's something that's more, you know, geared towards the European audience. Uh, having a tattoo, I, I don't even, I've never heard anything like that happen here in the States. It would be awesome, totally, to see that. But I, I think that's, you can honestly say that's a first. That's a Blue Man exclusive first. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was really, really, uh, we were really surprised that they uh, went along with the idea. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what? Uh, aside from the tattoo, uh, kind of take us through some of the events that happened on the uh, the twentieth. Yeah, well, uh, after the tattoo, um, actually there was a little bit of a time before he re- uh, could start with the tattoo. So the guy getting tattooed actually didn't make it to the uh, the rest of the day until uh, the show. 
but uh, we went along to the theater there we went um, with uh, Thomas Thomas Mustroff he's the head of uh, management in uh, for stage entertainment in Berlin so we met him at the tattoo shop as well it's a really awesome guy he stayed with us uh, all weekend so at uh, and it was two I believe yeah and two thirty yeah yeah we entered uh, the Blue Max Theater with uh, Thomas and uh, Thomas had a nice uh, welcome message and told us about how they were trying to uh, make the lobby feel more Blue Manish mm-hmm. because it was uh, kind of white with red and some uh, a piece of art that actually uh, they're a great piece of art but um, yeah, it's nothing to do with Blue Man Group nothing to do with Blue Man Group at all so they started with uh, painting the whole thing black from the inside you can see this on the pictures as well um, yeah, they're really into the the phase of making it more blue manish. So they're not really sure how and and in what way. So, but they're working on it. And it's interesting you say that. I think that um, also the Orlando venue is undergoing some major reconstruction as well. Not you know mm. they just launched the show here, but the whole outside, the whole theming and everything is totally getting redone at this moment. So I guess Blue Man Group is kind of you know. Uh, funding uh, some new branding projects, not only mm-hmm. just over there, but over here in the states as well. Yeah. New ideas, new ideas, yeah, yeah new new, yeah. new images, new graphics. It's always nice. Yeah, it's always nice to need to see fresh Blue Man Group imagery. You know, at your yeah. local venue. Always so, on the move. Always yep. on the move. Yep. So yeah, after that we um, we handed out our our gifts. Every year we try to make something in kind of Blue Man tradition. Just give something you made yourself. So this year uh, we had a uh, little alarm clocks with an awesome logo invented by one really good friend of ours. That <laughs> yeah, was his name again. I totally uh, forgot. That guy's uh, name again. Oh. Uh, something like with J J J Joe. It was you. Oh, it was you. J Jonah Jameson. No, that's. Oh yeah. No, yeah, it was, it's it's actually our new logo fitted into uh, the faceplate of an alarm clock. So it really looks awesome. Yeah, the fans liked it. Yeah, the fans liked it a I lot. Loved it. Yeah, and of course the lanyards, also designed by Mr. Joe Burke, <laughs> look awesome as well. Also looking great. Mm-hmm. Don't get my gun. Got... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we got uh, a really special DVD to give away uh, from uh, Tom Kingsley from Blue Man Productions in New York. He sent us uh, uh, the Creating the Blue Man Group DVD. Mm-hmm. Something, somebody going down the stairs. Somebody, that sounded like, sounded, I heard it like a little bit of Blue Man Group there or something, you know. Uh, I was like, wait, there's a rhythm there. I hear it. <laughs> awesome. Deep. But, uh, yeah, so that, that was, a, yeah, the, the very special DVD you can't buy anywhere. So that was really cool. Now, uh, you guys got the DVD. Was it just one DVD or was it just. No, a, we got, for every guest, we got one. Wow. So have you seen what's on the DVD yet or? Yeah, we got one in in advance, and so we already saw it. It's really awesome material in there. Okay. Uh, for example, the 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 thing with Kodo Drum, yeah, they did. It's on there too, and uh, the whole um, what's that, that stuff called inside the tube or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. That whole yeah, it's Raging really awesome. group. Yeah, it's a really awesome DVD. That's cool, man. So that's pretty cool. Uh, a big thumbs up to Mr. Tom Kingsley at Blue Man Productions, yeah. New York. There you go. 
And so you guys, uh, you you guys uh, handed out out the gifts, and and mm-hmm. the fans were 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 all psyched, and they were pumped up, and they were charged. And uh, so you guys got to start on some of the backstage tour of the actual facility and around the um, the Blue Max Theater, didn't you? Yeah, uh, Jens Fischer, one of the band members, joined us at the, the upper foyer, and then told his story and then the the backstage tour started so we went to the storage space the practice room the prepping area where the paintballs are made and peek, uh, were able to take a peek at the band lofts also oh that's always cool that was that's really cool. uh and it's so awesome how uh how free they are there because when we're in the practice room it's like all right this these are our instruments are there people who want to play them just play them yeah wow PVCs. so we were on the pvcs uh yeah. we have we have a real awesome drummer uh christopher ben he played the metal uh metal broad groove that guy's amazing i love that song <laughs> oh yeah well that's uh so you guys really got pretty much the full run of the whole backstage area you got to see mm-hmm. You got to see all the the main hotspots of of where the blue yep. men become blue men and and yeah, uh, all, the, all the secrets. Yeah, no no secrets anymore. <laughs> no, <there's laughs> no show, really showed everything. Yeah, we got we got to, we got to keep those secrets locked away though somewhere. And I don't yeah, I don't exactly. know what we can do with it, but we'll we'll figure out what to do with those secrets. But as far as we know, uh, it's 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 fantastic that you guys got to see that. I'm telling you, and it kind of progressed once you guys. What was well? Let me well, before we get out of that. What was some of your take uh, takes on uh, the instruments in the band lofts? How they were microphoned and how they were painted? Did you guys notice any details or anything that kind of just jumped out at you? Well, yeah. For one, it's it's every time you see the band loft, it's it's amazing how small it actually is. Yeah. And how they fit so much stuff in a, in a, in a small area. Yeah, it's really packed full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one thing is that how good you can see uh, the auditorium, but not the band love from the auditorium. Yeah. Do you, do you have a full view of the entire um, auditorium, or is it just like right up front? Or no, you can see basically because uh, the Blue Max is like an old IMAX theater, so the the seats are really straight up. Wow. It's really steep, yeah. Yeah, so you you basically see the whole uh, yeah the whole auditorium and including a. Uh, a huge piece, uh, piece of the stage. That is so cool. That is, I, I, it used to be an IMAX theater, correct? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. That's cool. So uh, you guys were then uh, kind of escorted around, and, and you got to participate in the sound check and Q and A right after the uh, the tours and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That that went straight after the after the tour. Okay. And it was a really interesting sound check because it was the most strange, <laughs> strange sound check we ever saw. Yeah, and if judging by the picture I saw, there was a drummer missing, and someone got to play and fill in. But yeah, well, yeah. actually, on the on the way back, we found out uh, the exact story. It turns out that uh, Dave and Anya, our big friend, um, he uh, changed shows with another drummer. So he was supposed to play the the sound check, but he kind of forgot because he had a really busy week. And he forgot to show up, so there was no drummer. And Jens, or yeah, Jens saw how how Chris could drum in the in the rehearsal room. So they they 
kind of had a little conversation and then Seamus said, oh, Chris, do you have clean underwear with you? <laughs> <laughs> we need you in the loft. We need you in the loft because wow. we don't have a drummer. Oh, my gosh. So a fan who is a drummer got to actually play soundcheck as yep. the drummer on the kit. Exactly. Yeah, he was supposed to play everything during soundcheck, but... But okay. then we there was a guy over there who took his place for one or two songs. Okay, from a super fan's perspective, can you honestly say that is dream come true? Exactly. Yeah. But it, yeah, actually, for him, it turned out better because you never, never guess who showed up. What, what happened next? That was Mr. Jeff Quay walked into the editorium. Get out. Yep. From Chicago. It. Oh, my gosh. That's Jeff Quay is like one of the founding drum mentors of blue man group yeah it's like like you can't describe the feeling when you see that guy walking in yeah and then yeah so for chris i think for chris it was a it was a really good thing that jeff quay was there because um jeff kind of made the joke when chris played um uh what was the did he play klein i've got I think Jeff played uh, the first part of the of the sound check, and then uh, he went downstairs, and then uh, Chris uh, took yeah, Chris over. Yeah, Chris played second. Yeah, and he shouted uh, to the band love, uh, "Well, if you still need a job, we need you in, uh, in the states." <laughs> Chris, can you come to the United States and work yeah, with us right you. away? <laughs> wow! I was really impressed uh, about what uh, what Chris yeah. did there. Is there any is there any is there any way that some of the fans can see Chris just rocking it out on the kit? Uh, no, not really, because you can't really see uh, into the band's loves, especially during well, sound. We have a video when he played in the in the practice room. Maybe oh. we can yeah. use that somewhere. But okay, yeah, yeah not allowed to, uh, we're not not sure if we're allowed to post that. So yeah. we can ask if that's okay. Well, I know from a personal standpoint, that's something I would like to see. But I know that we got a there's limitations and restrictions on on that, and uh, we yeah. definitely respect Blue Man Productions. Exactly. So everything. So. Everything we only have a slight, slight idea of. They not want us posting it. We ask. Oh, we always ask. Yes, that's that's awesome. You guys do yeah, that. We're, <laughs> we're allowed to take photos from really everything, but yeah, so if you're not they, sure if it's don't say don't post it, but they say some secrets have to stay secrets. So what else, what all interesting did uh, Mr. Jeff Quay have to say with his little Q and A session? Uh, well, there was a. Uh, one question was which was his favorite uh, venue to play, which of course was Chicago. Chicago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he can tell stories in an amazing way. I could listen to him for hours, man. Yeah, he really so, he he kind of uh, encapsulates you and your brain. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, you just get into your mind when he's talking. It was like, wow, you just keep talking, man. I love listening to the guy. Yeah, he's he's a magic was, man, dude. He's a magic man. He's really friends with uh, Jens Fischer. Also, he uh, he knew him, of course, also from the states, and yeah, he told he told the fan group that uh, Jens was also one of the most most dedicated band members he he ever saw. So uh, Jens is also a great yeah. guy. Yeah, really. Yeah, Jens, Jens didn't he get his start either? Was it New York or Vegas? I think it was New York. Yeah, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember. I remember him before Blur Berlin officially opened uh, back in like 2004, 2005. I remember. I remember hearing his name thrown around a few times. I think we actually may have interviewed him on the old Blue Man Library at some point. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's cool, man. He played as a Blue Man uh, during. I think it was the tour. 
The yeah, one of the blue yeah. men was a bit late, so he had to go blue and play just a small part of the show. He really? Said, well, the blue, man, the blue yeah. man is coming, but he's a bit late, so if you play, can play that part, then we're okay. And it turned out that the blue man wasn't coming at all, so... Yeah, the blue man missed his plane. Did, so. uh, the whole show as oh, blue man. wow. It was somewhere yes. in the tour. It's in the, a video somewhere on the blue man fans Berlin page. Wow. That's, that's something you never hear as a drummer, actually, <sighs> you know, uh, in the band, getting a chance to don the blue makeup and, and, mm-hmm. and go. That's, you don't hear that too much kind of cross. That would be like Jeff Quay being a blue man for a day or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're like, what? Wait. <laughs> Probably <laughs> can, but... I'm not used to this. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> but now, I, you know, Tom Kingsley was a blue man for a day. I know that, yeah, yeah, for a photo shoot, right? He, he was, yeah, he was kind of a stand-in. Uh, he was used as kind of an extra uh, for some some sort of like uh, uh, shoot or concept idea that they were working with, and they needed a blue man in there to do some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. You hear people from the company actually being able to to be the row for a little while. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. They all like it. So um, after the Q and A and everything's rolling along, I guess you guys are uh, you you got done with the theater, everything that was there, and then you guys went and done the uh, the fan meet dinner. Yeah, uh, before Marco uh, played the drumbone with uh, two other oh, fans yeah, on stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you, Marco played drumbone. Oh, yeah, yeah, Benjamin played. Marco did uh, the big piece, and Manuel the, piece. the small piece. Yeah, yeah. it was the, actually um, the plan that uh, we played. A little bit on the PVC, and the other guys will play drumbone. But uh, what is a blue man just was called in that day to fill in, and he hadn't played the role for a while, especially the the new teasers. <laughs> he still had to learn the teasers. Yeah. <laughs> so he had to no learn pressure. So, so there was not too much time. So only the the three of us played drumbone uh, during the sound check, including the band. That's you can't describe the feeling. So the band That's, kicked in, right? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. just like in the show. You just we just played yeah, the whole I think song. Jeff Quay was drumming the drummer part. Uh, yeah, I think Chris so. already there. I'm uh, not sure. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure either. Okay, that's pretty. We were both sick. on the band loft at, uh, at that time, so that's pretty sick, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's actually indescribable when you, you're. Yeah, uh, they that did stage. a great drumbone, also. So, but you know, you guys are kind of uh, in the music a little bit, and you kind of know the parts, and mm-hmm. that I don't want to say the term that sets you aside from anybody else, but you guys understand the parts, and you know the music, and you know. The segments of drumbone, and you can do that with yeah. such ease because you've you've listened to it and you've practiced it so much at home. Mm-hmm. Yep, we have a home. Yeah, wow, that's cool. We have actually two drumbones now here. Yeah. Well, I hear one is always better than two. That's true. Yeah, so you, you can never. 
So yeah, one is from the sponsor, so that's one. That one's better. So, so after <laughs> after you know the the big session on stage and 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 the sound check and just all the cool stuff that happened there. What happened after? Was it dinner time or? Yep. Yeah, we were kicked out because of the <laughs> 6 p.m. show. You were kicked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. It's good seeing you. Take care. Yeah. <laughs> this year we had uh, <laughs> dinner at Tony Roma's. It's Tony actually, Roma's. Okay. Yeah, it's actually next to the theater. It's uh, some kind of. I don't know. Uh, we, what, we had a choice of? between the the southwestern chicken or Carolina honey spread ribs menu. Oh. So it was really great. Yeah, we have like big bowls of appetizers. Now hold hold up for a second. There's oh. there's Carolina honey spare ribs in Berlin. Oh yeah, and good ones too. Oh, there's so much in Berlin. You, <laughs> I don't know why you still <laughs> keep refusing on coming here. But I'm not refusing. I'm coming there. Stop it. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Maybe you know if maybe when my uncle gets out of prison. And mm-hmm. and gives me like a thousand or two thousand dollars, you know, because he's like connected to the mafia. No, I'm joking. He's not really. Oh. <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, I, whenever if I get some, we, if we get some extra money, uh, maybe with the insiders or something, we can come over and and, oh, and yeah, plan a really big event. Really, yeah, uh, really great doing it. And uh, again, Thomas from uh, stage joined us with the dinner, and it was it was really yeah, a good. They made a, they made a really cool dinner for a special price for us. Like big bowls of appetizers before, then you get to choose the chicken or the spare ribs and an awesome dessert. Wow. So I guess, you know, I think the dinner is kind of the official icebreaker of the night because it's it's the time where the fans can sit around and they can talk freely and be themselves. Mm-hmm. And there's no restrictions. There's no holds bar. Everybody's themselves. And, you know, when you when you're first in the theater, everybody's kind of like, you know, quiet and shy and, and, and not, not, well, as, you. not as vocal, <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, but, um, you know, i for, for me, the, the, the dinner was always the big, the big icebreaker where fans can really let loose and be themselves. Yeah, we had an international group. So one from Denmark and one from the UK and three dude, from, uh, Austria. He was, he was from Norway, dude. Oh, Norway. Sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Denmark. Oh, Denmark. Denmark. Well, yeah. it's almost Norway. No, we had Kim, uh, Kim Akiro. Kim Akiro. Okay. Yeah. He was, he, yeah, he was in New York too. Yeah. Nero. Neon. Yeah. Neon yeah, Nero. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Oh. He's such a friendly guy. Shout out to came. our boy up there. How you doing? Oh yeah. Nero. Uh, I know he listens in on the podcast, oh, yeah, but, um, he's sweet guy. He's still in Berlin as we speak, actually. Well, he's 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 a globe trotter. I know that oh, much. He's all exactly, over the place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He went there for a two uh, two week vacation, so he saw a fair amount of shows before we came, and he had a, a two or three more to go. Still a few to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you you know when you when you're on vacation and you do that, you kind of gotta get it all in. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's just like us going out to Vegas. We gotta get it all in because Vegas is you know, quite a far far apart from orlando <laughs> so it's yes. not easy to get out there for us but it's probably uh, further away than uh, berlin from holland <laughs> yeah that's only uh, two yeah. inches uh, yeah. two according inches. to dave and annie <laughs> two, it's only two inches <laughs> yeah yeah it's a cool yeah, nobody understands but <laughs> with uh, one of the previous uh fan events we were looking at a uh, at a map it was a part of germany and holland was also on the map and then it was only Two inches apart from each other. So, <laughs> so since then, Holland and Berlin, Amsterdam and Berlin, it's only two inches, two inches apart from each other. So, well, 
I'll I'll take two inches. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not but, the it's not the size, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so after so after after dinner and and everything, I guess you guys. Um, what was the next thing? You kind of just collected out front and yeah. and just. Uh, yeah. So we really didn't know what to do with the rest of the evening, so <laughs> yeah. So well, maybe so, there's a nice show in town, or <laughs> two random acts of kindness. Just walk around on the street, you know, mm. give somebody yeah. a spare rib that you had from dinner. Going to, uh, <laughs> going to Tanse Vampire or nah. or Blue Group was the other choice. So well, I gotta ask, I gotta ask, um, you guys, uh, fan meet shows, especially when the company knows, and especially when the staff, the actors, and performers know. That there is a fan meet that night. They always usually try to perform some kind of something different that is mm-hmm. out of the normal. Well, for this show, that was the understatement <laughs> of the year. Crazy, yeah. So what happened? I, I heard I've heard some stories, but I want to get the lowdown from you guys. Mm-hmm. What happened? Well, it started right at the beginning with uh, pain and cheese. Um, Center Blue Man was throwing uh, the marshmallows, and first one was like three feet too high <laughs> and the, the second and the third um yeah they went right off the stage and yeah we don't we not know for sure but it looks like he was aiming for uh, the other canvas <laughs> yeah, put it on the canvas right away let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> skip that part <laughs> his radar was off a little bit huh <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we're one of the blue men who's actually known for doing such things at special shows so we were kind of prepared and yeah, we got our share of specialities. <laughs> okay, so... So, so actually, the next special thing was actually started as an accident because uh, during signs, um, like on the second or third uh, sheet that fell, we also heard something else fell, and that turned out to be the, the cereal box for the center blue man. <laughs> and so you can see him, like, shoving it towards him with his feet. Yeah, let's keep it close. <laughs> <laughs> And all of a sudden, like two or three sheets later, you hear like, <laughs> and you see Santa Blue Man look down. Santa Blue Man looking behind him. And then look behind him. <laughs> and he uh, turns out that uh, left uh, pushed the box uh, right underneath the the stage where the paint drum is. So it's like f- five meters behind them underneath <laughs> the stage. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so when science is ready, they drop the last sign. There are two blue men on stage with a box. <laughs> and one without him. And one looking really in blue man style, looking around him. And, hmm. Well, Am I missing something? Yeah. <laughs> You're missing a box. That's so interesting. That, yeah, they, they, they crawled uh, underneath the, that, that little stage with all three of them. So two of them with the box crawled underneath it. And uh, when they came back, they were actually uh, sitting on their knees. And you saw them looking at each other, and then, ah, oh, well. So they did basically the whole Captain Crunch kit on their knees. <laughs> That's special. Yeah. <laughs> that oh was special. That, so, so he dropped the box by accident, and in his effort to try to get the box, he accidentally kicked it back further? No, 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 no. No? no? He, he, he kept it close, so he shoved it more... Towards the, the stand. Towards the, the, the signs, side. and then left blue man uh, thought, well, let's just kick it way back that's more fun <laughs> that was not by accident that sounds like something the blue man they, they west really had day a hard would time do. Uh, keeping a straight face you could see that that sounds like something that blue man west day would do here in um, orlando he's always known to be the practical joker 
of of the group and anytime he's on stage there's always you can always tell there's some smirkish smiles that they're trying to hide well, there were a few smoky smiles uh, <laughs> <laughs> at that show well so aside from the 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 uh captain crunch on the knees mm-hmm. uh what else was there that happened well, I don't know. It was maybe the audience, but it took the Blue Man 13 minutes to get the fee, uh, to get a feast guest. More than 30 minutes. 13 minutes. Yeah. Yep. More than 13. You can like, imagine when they think they have someone, and you you hear the the band. the band going to that climax. Right. Then no, no, not yet. No. So how many started. times? How many times did they did they find uh, a, a guest? How many? Well, the, well, the third one came, but the third one, the third one, <laughs> the third one really didn't want to go either at first. But it took them a, a couple of minutes to, to really convince her to come up. Maybe they were saying, "Please, <laughs> wow. come on, please come." <laughs> wow, I've never heard one go that long. I mean, I, you know, they skip on the first one. Yeah, I can see that, and they move on to the next. But when you get into the third, and even when the band tries to kick in and, and uh, do the climactic you know build up and, mm-hmm. and yeah and we, it, we all as fans uh, they, they really went from the from the left side to the theater <laughs> to the right side and up and down and they, they really went everywhere was you guys like chanting like do it do it <laughs> yeah well the last one yeah we all started clapping yeah. And, yeah. and then eventually she came along oh and, man well, that's crazy I've, I've never seen one go that quite that long and uh but what was there any anything unique about feasts during the the show, uh, I wasn't really a, a, a nice feast guest, actually. Oh, she wasn't. She was kind of, no, she was uh, actually was just shoving all the all the Twinkies in the yeah in the blue man's mouth, and no, she, no, it was not a good, not a very nice lady. They didn't have a chance to do everything because the feast guest was uh, immediately started shoving all the Twinkies in the in the mouth in the last uh, blue man. So <laughs> it was a bit. Yeah, the mouthful. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. So you're missing out on a lot of other stuff that normally happens with uh, with feast, but yeah. well, it happens. It happens from time to time. You never know. See, that's one thing that's different about Blue Man Group is even though Steffens, even yeah. even though they have a set list of of a show and and they have everything mapped out, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to go that way. It all depends on the audience and and that night. And uh, that's one of the unique things. You can see Blue Man Group five times and see totally five different shows. Exactly, yeah. And uh, that's that's one of one of the interesting things about it. So um, moving from that's feast, why, that's why we we keep coming. Uh, but people say, well, you're going you're going again, but yeah, yeah the, the never, show was never the same. So. The show's yeah. ne- you never know what you're going to see, and you never uh, know uh, what to expect to see. So you're like uh, you're always on the edge of your seat. And for a true super fan like us, who are just totally crazies. Um, anything that we see that's out of the ordinary uh, that you know the blue men try to try to get away with on stage is always uh, a kind of a bonus. Mm-hmm. So um, every after, time you could say, "Well, this is first. <laughs> yeah. So after feast, what? What? Um, I guess we move into maybe PVC four. Yeah, that was special too because uh, you know, as many people know, I know uh, kind of how the centerpiece uh, goes for yeah, a little bit PVC four. <laughs> And we had Callum, who played in uh, in London as well. He's an amazing blue man, um, and he played it in a really awesome way. He added different notes and uh, different hooks, and 
a different transition. It was a really awesome, awesome version of, of PPC4. Never heard it like that before. Really? Yeah, it's really awesome. Wow. Um, so it, was he like adding extra notes or? Yeah, just different notes on, on whoa, there goes my pen. Different notes on um, on certain parts and... and uh, just small things, but it, it makes it sound totally different. Something, you know, obviously noticeable to the fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, PVC4 uh, sounds like uh, so far, you know, we're kind of mm -hmm. hearing something different. Was there yeah. any, what, moving on, uh, anything else in the show? Yeah, with the PVCs breaking up, one to the left, one to the right. And there was one leg that decided to <laughs> stay in the center and that, that fell off. So, Oh, the leg fell off. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, well, that's one of the little secrets from the show, maybe. You know that <laughs> actually happened. Leg. You know that actually happened on a live taping in Denver on the NAT tour. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were taping, and um, there's actually somewhere there's a blooper reel. I think I may have a copy of it, but I don't know if I'm allowed to post it or not. But um, Blue Man, um, uh, I can't remember his name off the bat, but he, you know how they kind of do the leg spread as they're as they're as the PVCs are coming apart. And the yeah. blue man is, you know, he's kind of staying there, and his legs are going further and further apart. Well, his legs are going further and further apart, and then all of a sudden, here's his leg that just drops out, and <laughs> and he just and he just goes and picks it up and just holds it up, like you know, <laughs> hey, look, it's a leg. <laughs> and, I don't think they've uh, they even noticed it at first because they were uh, preparing for a history of animation, so they were standing there with their uh, shaving cream and the, the pellets, yeah. <laughs> And all of a sudden, they're looking down, and there was a leg lying on the stage. Oh, man. That <laughs> looks kind of freaky. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> Blue Man lost his leg. What's yeah. up with this? Oh, yeah. man. So, so that was funny. So moving on with the leg, uh, what else? Uh, I think, uh, was there anything with Frankenswitch or anything uh, interesting by that way? Yeah, norm normally they, they pick someone out of the audience to... Uh, to, to switch it off, but now they just walk to it and, and immediately switch it off. So. <laughs> for us, for us, for us, that was kind of a surprise. But. Here, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> as one of the, normally they walk towards each other with two big lights. Yeah. It was now a really small light because he had his light. He probably took a popcorn cup from <laughs> one of, one the, of the audience. Uh, one of the people in the audience, and then he had the light in the popcorn cup, so it was, well, it was looking very romantic. Oh. Yeah, it looked like a really romantic light. And when, uh, when he was looking for the other blue man, then that guy was just trying to sneak out of the door that they normally use uh, for the for the new wire uh, when the band members uh, come on stage. <laughs> he was so, trying yeah. to sneak away. He was trying yeah, to yeah, it was... Yeah. Really sneaking, he had the door open, and then the light was on him. So it was really, really funny to see. Oh man! And then, of course, the switch uh, went on again. So yeah, it was. Man, really, sounds really like weird, yeah. sounds like uh, just about every skit uh, you guys had something yeah, pretty TV unique happen. Was really different now. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, TV, well, the, TV all heads. the fans saw the show many times. Probably know how the TV had uh, supposed to look. Okay, but they they probably for some reason took the wrong the wrong TV and then so they came on in the in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah, they the, they came on in the wrong order. Yeah, first we had uh, like Phil, you know, uh, the the guy who's normally on the on the left. Yeah, and he came on first and he's standing in the middle, 
and the other blue man was on now on the left. So we were like, huh? Uh, That's weird. And then, <laughs> then all of a sudden, the, the two TVs go, went out for like maybe 10 seconds. Yeah. And switching on again, and then the 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 image was right. So they before they started to grab the, the toothpaste tube and squeeze it, so they had it in the right order, just in time. Oh man! Would I didn't even know that it was possible to change the like the order from backstage. Well, they proved that. Well, there, yeah, there's a there's a control uh, area. Someone is in the back in the window giving the controls, yeah. and and there's actually someone behind the stage controlling all the video output that goes to all the screen projections. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they can probably do that. If they were able to fix it that quick, then hats off to the production team. That's that's pretty awesome. Quick. Uh, first, you saw all the the warnings in the screen, and then uh, both TVs were showing the right picture, but with all the warnings in it. And then that <laughs> went out, and then it was the way it's supposed to be again. So. Okay. So uh, after the show, uh, what happened with the? Uh, was there any kind of uh, special meet and greet with the Blue Men? As always. As, As always, okay. Mm-hmm. It was a really short one, but they had uh, a meeting afterwards, so... Okay. But we were able to uh, take a photo with all the fans, with all three blue men. Okay. And a group photo, and the and special with photo the, uh, with uh, Benedict, with the... who got the tattoo, so... Okay. Well, that's... Uh, that's it really that's... went smooth, yeah. Even that's though they're really busy, even after the show, they still take the time to... Uh, to make sure that everybody gets uh, gets the photo. That's one thing I like about um, you know Blue Man Group is that they always take time for anybody who wants a photo and yeah and uh, either w- whether you're overseas or here in the states or whatever I've always seen it that they're always so loyal to their fans and um, a, a very appreciative and that's one thing I really admire about Blue Man Productions is mm-hmm. that they're always so resilient to be with their fans and make sure that they yeah, okay. take their time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. So um, even though even though it's a busy schedule, they just they still made sure uh, everybody yeah. got a, got a picture with all three Blue Men. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So not many times you get a chance to take a photo with three Blue Men. It's very rare. And when, yeah, and when you do the normal meet and greet, it's just one. Yeah, yeah. Normally, it's you only get one, if two. Uh, so you're you're very lucky if you can get all three at one time, especially in a group shot. So uh, consider yep. yourself uh, pretty pretty blessed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But uh, so after after meet and greet, I guess you guys all poured out um, outside. And uh, uh, did you was it anything like uh, like what we did in New York, or was it just kind of just Parting of yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Talking outside the theater. <laughs> okay. Just uh, yeah, talking about the show and everything. And for one moment, and that doesn't happen a lot. Both Hans and I were speechless. Really? Yeah, that's rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Because yeah. behind behind the backs, without us knowing it, uh, they all gathered some money and they bought the the Femi show spin art for us, and they wrote all their names on it on the back. And they gave it to us. The fans or the, the yep yeah the fans yeah get out yeah, Benjamin uh, Benjamin Pure first yeah. yeah he started talking and thanked us for a few things we did for the for the fan meet and then they well, uh, they I, gave the spin art and we didn't even saw they they had it but so it was really nice hats off to Benjamin 
Yeah, it's a really cool guy. Uh, it's a good thing uh, we live together because we have to share one <laughs> spin out now. So well, yeah, you, you rarely hear the you know uh, fans doing that. Mostly, it's the fans doing something for Blue Man Group, and when yeah, uh, that's why we yeah. really didn't know what to say. It was really like that moment. It was it was really special. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I couldn't imagine it going to any any more deserving two people than you guys because you two are the ones, the backbone that planned the event. And even though that Blue Man Productions Berlin was on 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 hand with it, you guys are definitely uh, number one on the list when it comes to the fan communication, organizing the event, getting all the fans in the know about mm-hmm. what's going on, and you guys were responsible for that. So, congratulations to both of you. I mean, you, you thanks, deserve man, it. But- it's it's also a lot of fun to do. Yeah. If you see the faces of the fans when, I mean, everybody's having a good time. It's, yeah. it's really that's it's feeling all worth is, it. Yeah, that feeling is indescribable. Cool, man. I guess you guys just unwind for the rest of the night and talk to the fans and have a few drinks. And just, yep. <laughs> yeah. You're in Berlin. You got to have a beer. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a really cool there place there. Nice also. places for that. Yeah. Are they, uh, are they celebrating Oktoberfest in uh, Berlin right now? Uh, that was earlier uh, this yeah, month. Yeah, earlier. Oh, was it earlier? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, had all, we had our own uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> October Blue Not Fest. sure what I drank, but it tasted good. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's a place there called the House of 100 Beers. Okay. And they're no, really we didn't brilliant. try them all. Oh. <clears throat> no, we didn't this. try them all, but there were there's some new beers. It's like a white beer, and you can add a cup of like some syrup, I guess, and have a a nice nice flavor in it. So beer with a straw. Beer with a straw, a tasting like also. Uh, a wild meister. Yeah, that was Ooh. yeah, it's something nice. special. Yeah, it's interesting. That's one thing I know about Berlin and in Germany is is they're noted for their beers and. And uh, all their all their pastries and sausages and just you know mm. all the all the things that you can't really get here in the states. That's uh, that's fantastic. We there's only one place I've found that you can get that kind of stuff, and that's an Epcot at Walt Disney World. Is they, mm-hmm. That's about yeah. the closest you'll ever get to Berlin. Mm-hmm. But um, well, that's cool. Besides Blue Man, it's it's really a nice city to to go to. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. it's, it's still had... strange that you don't want to, but really. <laughs> still yeah. can't believe it. <laughs> so um, October the twenty-first, the next day. This is day two of the event, and um, you guys have planned this out as a double-day event. And, yeah, it uh, sounds so nice when you say that. Day two of the event. Day two, yeah. <laughs> day two of the event, and uh, yeah, it was, it was too much for one day. Well, you kind of sometimes you, you kind of have to do two. Yeah, when you have so much stuff to do with it, yeah. you can do it in one day. Uh, otherwise, you have to pack it in all uh, in one day, and that's just so time is getting you. So, what's this about the catch and throw contest? Yeah, there was actually some some wild idea we had when we started uh, organizing this year. I was like, man, it would be cool if we 
if, if, if somebody could make his own spin art, that's, that's how the idea started. And uh, then we, Hans and I talked about it. And uh, along the way, it turns out, yeah, maybe it would be cool to have like some catch and throw contest. And then the winner, contest, can, yeah. Yeah, winner can make his own spin art. So, well, we we both agreed that they would never, never, ever going to allow that. To, uh, and so, yeah, well, we put it on our list of, of wishes. And uh, actually, they, they thought it was a cool idea. The only thing it, uh, we couldn't do it inside due to some safety regulations and all that stuff. Um, so uh, we had to do it outside, but we had the most amazing weather. You won't believe the weather we had. It was like the 25 degrees Celsius. Weather. <clears throat> it was actually record-breaking weather, yeah. yeah. The warmest October weekend in I don't know how many Definitely. years. Yeah, yeah. Ever, yeah. Or ever, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes that makes the event even much more special. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. had to do uh, do it on the green uh, behind the theater. There's a big, like a big instant. piece of grass, and ginormous piece of grass. Yeah, people playing there or lying there, reading. Uh, it's it's kind of like like, well, not really like Central Park, but the the same ambiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mini version. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah people like hanging out and, and uh, yeah, exactly reading a book. Uh, there were some 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 guys doing um, how do you call that that um, dancing fighting thing. Dancing, dancing fighting thing? Yeah, the capoeira. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that so you were watching at the guys. Okay, Marco. All right. Yeah, so, so those guys. And, and, yeah, it's were they, like, were they like uh, reenacting Mortal Kombat or something? Or what are you talking about? Here? No, no. You never uh, saw capoeira? Some sort of mix uh, between dance and well, some, yeah, fight. <laughs> karate-like Dubstep? movements. <laughs> no, not that. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving, move, moving forward. Uh, see, uh, ah. actually, yeah, it turns out we we got uh, four canvases. We got the the spinning mechanism. We got fifteen um, practice balls and fifteen paintballs. Oh man! So actually, the real stuff used in the show. The official blue man balls. The official stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we got some blue man balls, man. <laughs> to quote Hans, the official blue man balls. Uh, please give yes. us our, our balls back. No, blue be gentle man. with the balls. Uh, we only had to return the the spinning mechanism. Blue man group now with more balls. Exactly. exactly. More balls. But yes. yeah, that was actually well, for us. It was a big deal to get the to get that stuff and um, just the the same stuff they used in the show. Wow. So yeah, we are, we have. Uh, I'm I'm working on a, a video on that uh, that part of the the catch and throw contest. So we we made uh, couples and they throw and catch to each other. Um, did a few practice rounds. Yeah, 30, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, something like did, that. Uh, practicing and then yeah, we had two two, two runs of ten official contest th- throws. Okay. So who won? Uh, Leonard won. With, he had 17 out of 20. He yeah, got first, 17 out of 20? Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. The first one, he had a perfect score. 10, 10 out, of out of 10. 10 with the first run, yeah. Holy cow. Amazing. His technique was kind of special, but he got <laughs> them all. <laughs> he got them. He really got them all. It was amazing. I can't wait to see the video on this, man. Uh, second place was Manuel. He had 16 out of 20. Manuel, okay. And uh, Christopher, the drummer. The drummer. 15 out of 20. And, and uh, said the idiot had 13 out of 20. Oh, I'm going to be Mr. Hans. How you doing? Yes. yes. Mainly because of Marco's uh, throwing technique. But yeah. yeah, at the end, everybody want, wanted me to throw at them. But yeah. 
Of course, I can't throw well, it myself. You, you so really I... can get a, a, a catching contest, but you can also go, can have a, a throwing contest. Yeah, That's throwing just as hard. So yeah. did you get to make your own spin art? Yeah. Yeah, oh, all four. Oh, man. I get to so... make four spin arts. I gave my uh, spin art uh, possibility to Marco because without him, it was not possible for me to a lot of reasons to travel to Berlin. So... Well, um, made, I was uh, going to ask. My spin art. I was going to ask um, uh, how how is your spray? Do you have a good spray? <laughs> well, actually, my spray was not too bad. <laughs> if you saw Leonard's, well, I don't even want to call it. A spray. <laughs> well, you will see the video from the oh, first uh, the first uh, spin art uh, attempt. Up. <laughs> so I got to ask, man. I've never done this personally, and I've never done it uh, even with any kind of the blue man stuff. But what is it? What does the temper paint taste like? Uh, it's not that bad, actually. It's like a little, like, I don't know, chalky taste. Oh, kind of maybe like a, like a, uh, antacid drink or something along that way? I have no idea how that tastes, but... Okay, like a stomach medicine type well, drink. Well, actually, the best way to describe it is, is it tastes as you expect it, but not, not that bad. <laughs> it tastes as you... Okay. I've heard okay. some pretty bad horror stories. It tastes like rotten eggs. It's horrible. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not that bad actually. It's it's okay. Cool. It's, it's it's yeah. Uh, nobody threw up, so it, nobody no. threw up. Well, that's always a plus because that would be a color. Two, that two of them were glad uh, we had uh, the mouth uh, water with us, also oh, yeah. to uh, clean yeah, the that, balls. It during. doesn't taste good uh, either, but it doesn't really taste that bad. Yeah. It's well, really funny to, to 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 feel the the ball pop in your mouth and then feel the the pain go through your mouth. That that's a funny feeling actually. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't Same like with the throwing. I, I had it one time that it all it's it really almost went all the way down. <laughs> if you catch it, you really have to be careful because I, I felt it uh, coming really in the back of my throat. So oh, I bet you like. like <laughs> trying to get uh, uh, you can imagine that it, that it happens. Uh, oh so it's, it's, it's in one of our interviews that it happened to one of the blue men. Oh, they swallowed during, uh, one? The show that one of the, the paintballs, he swallowed it, and then with theory eyes, he was signing, yeah, throw me another. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really swallowed it. So there was a, another spin mark made uh, the next day, I think. <laughs> <laughs> different, different kind of spray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh know if you did swirl, but <laughs> that is disgusting yeah. on so many levels. That's almost like the puking of this of of you know a different color that's not there. <laughs> well, they're, they're not too big the balls, but <laughs> if you get it in your throat, it's yeah, they're small enough to swallow. Yeah, it's not. Oh no! So yeah, it was a really really amazing experience to, to cool. make a spin art or exactly have an attempt to make a spin art. I would love. Yeah, it. we didn't I've... throw the the paintballs because we only had. 15, five of each color, so we decided we do the throw throw with the, the practice balls and then make the spinner, just put it in. Just give the balls and uh, so four of us uh, were able to make it. It's an amazing photo to see four homemade spin arts. It's really fun. That's something I hope one day I get a chance to do is, is make my own spin art and, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, at least try to get a little bit of practice on it and then make it, you know, because I don't even know if I can spray. The, 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 the catching and throwing, is, it's so much fun to do. You think, well, you just throw, but it's its so much fun. You do it for 30, 40 minutes, and it's, you don't get enough of it. It's, it's just fun to do. Cool, man. We, we looked at the video on uh, Sunday evening before going to sleep, and that, that's the only thing that, 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 that popped out uh, watching the videos. It's the, the, the fun... Everybody had 
during the the catching and the throwing. That's what makes a great family. It's just making mm-hmm. everybody yep. enjoy themselves. Exactly. And uh, so after after the uh, catch and throw contest, um, what uh, what was the next uh, round two of of the day's event? Second day event. The last event. Yep. Yes. Then we got back at the theater and had the the Q and A. We had uh, David Bray, um, Blue Man, uh, also played in Tokyo, and I believe now he's captain in Berlin. Okay. Um, and there was another special guest there because it turns out that Randall James was there oh. for the week. It, yeah, it was. It, he's production director. <clears throat> performing director. Performing yeah. director. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's really awesome. We 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 talked to him in uh, at the New York uh, fan event, of course, and. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool to see him sitting there and and, and tell a lot of stories because um, there's some things that you, you actually don't think about as a fan here because we always say oh you have to go advertise more and go on TV shows more and but they say yeah but, but you you don't want to show too much it has to be a surprise um, yeah. in some sort of way if you if you give away too much on TV then you have the risk that people don't want to see the show anymore. Yeah, and they come to the to the theater with a with a with a certain exp, uh, expectation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's a really fine line between between like advertising too much and and it's really cool. He had a f- some very cool stories uh, <laughs> to tell about that, wow. and other cool stories as well, of course. Also yeah, a lot the, of funny stories in, in Toronto. The the wand uh, story. They had uh, he was one of the blue men who did uh, the want uh, thing in uh, in Toronto, and they got uh, a woman up and she started dancing, but she started doing some sort of conga dance, <laughs> and then uh, they got another one up and well they joined, and then all the people just started to join dancing, and all of a sudden he was thinking, well let's see what happens when we just let them go. And all of a sudden, the, the whole row was dancing, and then uh, everybody started dancing, and had a big conga dance line going out of the theater. And then after 20 minutes, he heard in his uh, head on the please get all the guests back in the theater. So it was really, really nice story. That actually happened in Toronto, huh? Yeah. So they had 20, 25 minutes before everybody was back in the theater and sitting again before oh they could. Gosh. Uh, Go on with the show. What are the cool stories? How cool would that be, though? Just the you know the whole show just and the famous words of David Bray about something we take for granted, but about new fans and old fans seeing the show, and then Mm -hmm. we're just sitting there and we know what what will happen, and just oh now they're doing that and doing that, and he had some really wise words. uh, Or yeah, he, he also said something up. similar last year because, of course, one of our old uh, slogans was "Real fans don't wear ponchos." Yeah, but Wrong. <laughs> yeah, but last year he he had a story about that because people who go there for the first time they see hang uh, ponchos hanging there and yeah looking at each other. Do we have to wear that? And what's going to happen? And ooh, yeah. and then they see people like us don't wear them. And of course, they they ask us and wonder, oh yeah, do you need those and blah blah and and yeah, we didn't we never knew what to say about it and and that's something that went through my head for the last year. Like 
that thing is that yeah, of course we take it, we know what's going to happen and and we know what what not's going to happen. Take it for granted then. Yeah. So this year we uh, we didn't wear the ponchos actually, but we had them on our on our lap, mm-hmm. and Jeez. on the right moments we started like making the sound like we're moving the the ponchos. Mm-hmm. And they see all five six front lines <laughs> really grabbing the ponchos and yeah. putting them oh, on. Shit, something is going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> so so now uh, we actually use that to to um, like like uh, how do you call it. Uh, Push the feeling even more yeah. of that you need the poncho. Yeah, and it was really cool. And and yeah, that that's something we really never thought about. Actually, if you sit there without your poncho on, what people who never see the show think about that? That's something I never thought about. You know, the people that are sitting around you in the theater, they they kind of yeah, observe and if they yeah, if, if they, you're sitting there with the, with the face, well, ah, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, then yeah. the whole row is thinking, ah, oh, nothing's going to happen. And yeah. Next thing it's it's amazing how a small group can uh, influence an, uh, an entire theater. Theater, it's it's really that is awesome. It's really special. So you so, had some uh, some special moments uh, with with some of the band members and some of the blue men, and and uh, you shared some amazing stories of of a mm-hmm. former venue that's long beloved and gone. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what what uh, was the last event of the day? What what kind of brought it all home? Well, first we gave the our bigger present. We had uh, it's also that amazing uh, fan event poster made by yours truly, Joe Burke. <laughs> it's a really great design, and we uh, put it on uh, a big piece of the black channel plate. So we had uh, room around the poster. And Marco brought a sprinter to the theater, so after to the theater to the hotel. So at Sunday morning. We printed a lot of the the fan photos. Mm-hmm. We uh, put them on the poster, and then uh, the group photo was on the poster, and the uh, tattooed fans and so fans actually they got, man, fans they got uh, doing the tour and fans on stage. Wow! And we gave that to them, and they were really looking at the poster. And, Is that from yesterday? Yeah, yeah. that's from yesterday. Wow, wow, you guys are fast. <laughs> yeah, they really liked it, and we gave the the bigger version of the. Of the of the clock with the with the new uh, Rumor Group fans uh, logo, mm-hmm. so they made sure that they got a nice place in the somewhere in the theater. Well, that's cool, man. And after that, we had the uh, the final raffle with a few of the prizes. Uh, so there was more gifts to kind of end, yeah, end the few event. Of the small gifts to, yep. to yeah. end the to end the day. Yeah, Hans and I brought some some nice uh, small prizes in. So we, I think we had four. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we had the keychain holder with the the with again, the, fan, the, event the fan event logo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marcel uh, won that. Marcel. Okay. And we had one extra of the bigger clocks with the Blumenkuhl fans logo that went to uh, to Dennis, one of the German uh, guys. Okay. And we had the big vinyl poster with uh, Blumen uh, with the backpack. One of the amazing photos we. We had this okay. a really dark photo with Blue Man with uh, the the backpack really lighting up in in the center. It was an amazing photo, and we had that made in a, in a poster uh-huh. that went to uh, to Horst. Oh, cool! All right. And a few months ago, we sent uh, one of the fan event posters, the vinyl posters, to the theater, and that was signed by almost all of the staff of the. Of the theater, the Blue Blue Mac staff, Blue Group staff, 
Almost everybody who put his uh, signed that poster. Wow. That went to uh, to Mark. That was the, the main prize. And that was pretty much it, right? That yep. was yeah. That was the start of the that strange feeling what you have when Yeah, you don't want to leave all when they pay yep. and Yeah. I know that feeling all too well. Then. It's but it's not, not a, a big hole you fell in, but it's it's really a strange feeling when it's just over. Yeah, and suddenly you have to you don't have to think about anything anymore. To me, like it's, whole, it's like, you know, Blue Man Group is helping me to step out of reality mm-hmm. and into my own kind of science fiction world brain, and it's allowing me to step into the world for a few hours. And every time when I leave one of these events, it's a fan meet event, I always feel like, oh, wow, back to life, back to exactly. reality. That's yep. exactly how it feels. And yeah. it's like, oh, crap, it's 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 over with. But it makes us as fans pursue and look forward to the next event, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. what keeps that's what keeps us motivated as fans. Um, it's not only just you know being with the blue men on stage and being with the staff and the performers, but it's also seeing friends and family and uh, those that we love and and part of that understand. You know, we're all in the same same mind uh, yeah. mind frame uh, because we all love blue man group. Yeah. Uh, personally, they can. Marco and I agree on that. They just can put us in the theater and just talk to the guys, just the stories, and uh, yeah. talking uh, about our our own yeah. PVC instrument, and they're interested in how you build it, and yeah, just changing the stories. And it's just even only the the talking to them is. I can do that for a few days. Yeah. Just want to sit down with the cup, a cup of coffee, and and just kind of yeah, pick, just uh, pick the, the mutual mutual mm-hmm. respect uh, among everybody. It's it's really yeah, it's really nice. I think that uh, Blue Man Productions has come to terms with with the fan base, in, in a sense that you know we're here to help promote and do whatever we can for the company, and they yeah. they understand that, they know that, and uh, they see that uh, we we make such great efforts to to go beyond what we can do and even yep. even above and beyond and to try to make the fans happy and, and to try to make sure everything is, is done in order and done in a nice, timely fashion and and try to be accurate and precise and, and all this, this stuff. And and uh, I think that's a nice respect that we have earned as the fan base with, with Blue yep. Man Productions. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we really want to f- thank all the fans that were there in Berlin this weekend. It was uh, an amazing group of people, yeah. yeah. This, nothing happened. Everything went like it should be, and really proud of the the whole group. That's awesome, man. I'm so glad you guys have got to uh, got to go through all this, and everything went off without a hitch, and and there was no problems, and it makes you want to get ready and plan the next one for next year. And, yeah, and, 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 yeah, you know, really. So, and now we have the the new BMG fans website. We have we have a home for all these fans now. We can tell them, "Hey, this is this is where you belong. This is this is your home now." And uh, so, come home, my child. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, the website's really look great. Yeah, it's still not finished totally, but it's we're getting there. That's awesome. Well, um, coming up, uh, I guess this weekend, uh, which is yeah. going to be October the twenty seventh. 
Uh, Alex and myself, the insiders, will be out in Las Vegas covering uh, the new venue out there. And I want to let everybody know to please keep um, tabs on the Blue Man Group fans Facebook page and on the insiders Facebook page because I'm going to try my level best to get some video and some photos of the new theater, uh, some of the um, processional through the through the casino. I'm going to try to get some video of that, some of the stuff that we haven't seen yet for our own eyes. And I really want to get some video of that new LED canopy as you're walking through the theater. Oh, yeah. I want, to, I want to see that thing in motion, and I want to see what that's all about and get some stuff posted up on the websites about that. So um, follow us uh, this weekend as Alex and I join a host of over 30, I said 30, over 30 fans from all across the nation are joining us at the Monte Carlo this weekend, October 27th, and we're going to do our version of the fan meet, so stay tuned. We'll have episode number three coming up sometime after we get back from Vegas. But Talk uh, about Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas, it's baby. It's not what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, no. <laughs> no. What happens during a Bloomer Group fan <laughs> event in Vegas stays. We'll be all over Bloomer yeah. Group fans and the Insiders page. I'm really excited to see you know, this production that has been hyped for the past yeah. three years uh, because this is something that they've been working on for quite a while. And yeah. um, I, I personally, I can't wait to see the... The air drums, the big ring drums. Oh yeah, I want to see that. Awesome. Yeah, that that looked when I saw the I quick. I only saw one photo of that. One, one or two photos. There's a video it's... floating around yeah, somewhere a, on YouTube. Yeah, there's a video. Yeah, when yeah. you see it, it's, it's kind really of amazing. It's That's... kind of a new chant jam song now. This so, one show we all uh, curious about. So I'm gonna try my best to cover that while we're out there this weekend. So, like I said, stay tuned on all of our Facebook pages and on the BMG Fans website. I'm going to do my best to get some stuff out there and post it and uh, send it to Marco and Hans, and that way they guys they can distribute it and get it out there for you guys. But uh, from all of us here at bmgfans.com and the Blue Man Group Fan Podcast, uh, we want to thank you. Uh, Marco, Hans, you got anything to close out with the show here? Um, yeah, I hope uh, all the fans in Vegas have, will have the exact same amount of fun and, and amazing things happening uh, as we did. Probably will. So I uh, wish all the uh, the Vegas uh, family guests uh, all the best and a lot of fun. And great think, time. Think of us when you are there. Oh, we always. It was think all of about you it when you're back. We always think of you too. Awesome. Yeah, we can't we can't we can't do a meet or do an event without always thinking and throwing mm-hmm. your little props out to you guys. We love yeah. you guys. Same here, man. But, uh, Same here. Well, we'll see you on episode three coming up in a couple of weeks here on bmgfans.com. Be sure to click on the subscribe button in iTunes. Like us that way. The, the podcast will immediately download into your iTunes library. Take us on the road, on the go, or in your pocket while you're jogging around. Just enjoy the Blue Man Group Fans podcast. And, uh, guys, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for all the great stuff that happened in Berlin, and thanks for telling us all about it. You're welcome, man. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
You've been listening to the Blue Man Group Fans Podcast, an official production of bmgfans.com and the official Blue Man Group Fan Database. To be a guest on an upcoming episode, simply email joe, J-O-E, at bmgfans.com. Be sure to subscribe to the official Blue Man Group Fans Podcast in the iTunes Music Store. By doing so, allows you to download the episodes instantly and helps us with our ratings. We'll see you next time.